Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Stuck in a Side Quest. Um, this is Katie, and today I'm joined by Trevor and Scott. Tyler and Haley were not able to record this weekend because they got married. So if you guys want to go congratulate them on our social media and enjoy this episode over for the Amazon Prime show Rings of Power set in the Lord of the Rings universe. To get into the episode, uh, the Rings of Power. I am not. I have. I do like the Lord of the Rings. I just. It's no. It's one of those things I didn't grow up with. Like my parents didn't like show me the movies and stuff, and I kind of had to find it on my own. But it's one of those like nerdum fan fantasy things that I never really like was too invested into. But I did watch the uh, Me Scott and Kitty kind of watch the all the episodes together i think i missed like one or two yeah i think you missed one but we went back and rewatched it i didn't well we watched like the recap of the episode oh yeah and yeah, then yeah we went we into just, the next one yeah we watched recap and everything but i mean it was it was an all right show to me it's like to me it's no house of dragons but i don't know you just like i've told them that lord of the rings seems a little bit more of the wholesome good versus evil and house of the dragons that Straight gray area drama, <laughs> raunchy, yeah, raunchy right. sex, drugs, and killing. It is the adult drama, yeah. Like, and like Lord of the Rings isn't that; it's that like you know, it's Dungeons and Dragons, your classic fantasy. Yes, the traditional epic. Yeah, your adventuring party, your group of which Rings of Power kind of jumps between everybody, but they do do that little party thing a little much, like like the other things do, and like Dungeons and Dragons and stuff, but. I thought it was all right. I didn't have too many problems with it, but I really don't have a lot of problems with a lot of things. So, <laughs> no, I, th- I mean, I thought it was pretty good as well. Um, I enjoyed it just because it's cool to see some of the throwbacks from Lord of the Rings. Was well, nice to be back in the universe. Yeah, which you know, I thought I wouldn't like the Hobbit movies, which is why I didn't watch them for so long because I fantastic. just I just wanted Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. But then I I loved them, you know, and then I kind of felt the same way about Rings of Power. I didn't know how I was going to feel about it. And it was not the same. Like I didn't get like the the same vibe as the movies out of this show that I wanted. No, but I think that's because I, to me I think it's because it it doesn't have the same pool because those are like the movies. Those are the movies versus this is like, I don't know, shows do so much when it comes to drawing things out. Well, and so that's what I was going to say. Like, there's so much time in between everything that happens. And so like in Lord of the Rings, all the things that happen in those three movies happen over years and years and years. What? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know that, know that either. I did not know And it that. really just seems like maybe a couple weeks. <laughs> yeah, a couple months. But yeah, so I think that the TV show is taking advantage of the time gaps and maybe they shouldn't so much <laughs> because this C- series drug and drug and drug. And I felt like there were so many episodes, like there'd be like one thing that happened in that whole episode. And we sat there for an hour just watching people walk across the screen. I feel like. Yeah. I mean, that kind of, isn't that what they say about the Hobbit movie though? <laughs> like the first I mean, one is the entire walking, thing but, is them walking. I mean, that's kind of like a joke, like a running joke a little bit. Yeah. But to me, it's like, 
it those are like D and D where you walk for a little while and then you face this yeah, or you face yeah, that. Yeah. These people, it feels like they just roam around forever talking. Ro- roaming around. This is talking. gonna look. Yeah. This episode is gonna turn into us just picking apart this show, which <laughs> I right. I did really enjoy the show. But I will tell Overall, you something. Yeah, but I felt like it. They could have done a little bit more. Yeah, it was a little lackluster. I mean, yeah. it looked yeah. really good. I think it looked pretty. I oh, think it looked really good. The scenery looked good. The costume design was shit. Yeah, mm. they done got overran by the House Harfoots. Of the yeah. Okay. They, yeah. Okay. Well, they were really. I was low key upset when I saw them. I yeah, I guess they're supposed folks. to be like poor nomads, but I don't. Yeah, know. but even like Galad- some of Galadriel's like costume, it compared to like I like her armor. The way the Targaryen women dress in House yeah, of the Dragons yeah. that was not there. That's one thing that we'll say off the rip is they should not have came out with this at the same time as House of Dragons. Yeah, no. I do agree. Um, it should have been like Katie was saying earlier when, before we started recording. She said that it should have came in on like should have came on after because people would have been riding that high of House of Dragons and been like, man, we need something. And they this could have slipped right in and yeah. been perfect. It probably would have been a little bit more received better. And I mean, right. it is they do drag it out, and it just seems like. Because we watched the recap before we did this, and I was like, man, there's not a lot that happened over that span of time. Like, yeah. not a lot. Like, well, all that they showed is like, that was eight episodes. Which I know they kind of had to, we're, we're kind of used to the Game of Thrones, though, where they like throw you into everything. It's like, figure it out. <laughs> yeah. But with this, yeah. they actually took the time to introduce the characters, show what was going on, show what like happened before in case you didn't know. Yeah. yeah, and I think it was a lot of setup. And second season is supposed to be better. And I should have said this at the top of the episode, but spoilers. Um, if you haven't seen it yet, I don't know what else should we say. Should we say who Sauron is? Because that's yeah, a big I mean, thing in this. Yeah, no. To me, are if we you're, jumping if right to this? If you're listening to this, then no, you should be that. expecting spoilers. So if you haven't watched it and you plan to watch it, then turn it off. Turn this episode off now and yeah, come get, back later. Get, it, yeah, get out. And please turn it back on later. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, don't forget to turn it back on later. <laughs> but um I mean like a lot of the a lot of like the whole season is like who Sauron is. And yeah. they're like yeah, purposely making yeah. you guess. Like, oh, is it this fucking dude that just came out of the sky as a comet and just slammed into the earth, which a lot of people were thinking it was him. People, people were thinking it was Adar. Yeah. Yeah, which he seemed to fit the bill, but I think they were doing that on purpose because of how he was. Yeah. He looked like him. You know, what you would think. Yeah, yeah Just he what he's been exactly described and everything like, like that. So They probably you, did that on purpose. I mean, you're probably right. Because, like, me and Sky have played the uh, Shadow of War and Shadow of Mordor games, and Calibrimbor's in that. And Sauron, too, before he gets all, like, the armor and everything. So you get to see him, and in, like, Shadow of War, he's an elf. And he looks like... He's, like, a pretty, pretty elf. Yeah. Yeah, I've played the beginning of Shadow of Mordor, so I, like, kind of knew that, but... And then, like, Kalar Brimbor, he pops up, and I was like, oh, that's pretty cool, because we already kind of know his story. Because, quickly, Shadow of War is, like, Kalar Brimbor is your little ghost guy that's, like, possessed you pretty much, so... Yeah, you're a ranger that gets possessed by Kalar Brimbor. Which he's... Calibrimbor's, no offense to him in the show, but he's a lot more badass. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's like a lot he's more, 10 badass. Times more badass. <laughs> this guy seems more like, I mean, he's like a uh, blacksmith and like more like political, like 
uppity. Hell, I was thinking he's, he reminds me more of like a damn scientist, like a teacher. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, like an yeah, architect yeah. that's like. Well, no, I I haven't read the book, so I don't I don't know for sure. But I'm wondering if that's how he was written, how he was supposed to be. Yeah. And the video games just kind of like Obvious. went on their own path. Yeah, you they know, they did. They did because the video games aren't canonical. They they said that when they first made it, they're like, this is not. Yeah. Like, this is not canon. This is kind of our take on this. We just wanted to make this cool story, and everybody was like, oh, yeah, it's dope, but it's not canonical to what's going on in the actual Lord of the Rings universe. If y'all do play games, though, y'all should definitely yeah, check those two games out. They're really good. It's very good. And it's a pretty cool story and everything. Well, so what did what did y'all think about some of the characters? Like, what was y'all's favorite characters? Um, uh... <laughs> Young, uh, I forgot his name. Elrond? Yes, Elrond. I loved him. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really think, liked him too. I think everybody has to agree with that. I really liked how that, which that actor played in Game of Thrones. He was a young Eddard. Yeah. Yep. But he did it really good. I didn't mind Gradual. I mean, she's hot. Gradual. I'm going to fuck up the names. I already right. know this. If y'all been listening, y'all know I fuck up everything. <laughs> fuck up all the words. But I thought she was cool. I mean, yeah, she speaks through her teeth, but. Yeah, but I think she's a pretty good actress for the part. Like, I think she does it justice. I mean, whether or not how you it's feel just, about the character. It's weird to see it because Galadriel in the movies, she's reached her, like... Prime. I mean, like, yeah. The, yeah, like, it's almost like her other form, like her... Yeah. She's so, form. like, ominous and, like, glowing and literally and figuratively, like... right. It's just weird to see her as, like, a badass warrior lady, which you know that she's a badass in the movies, but it's just... It's almost like it's a different character. It gives off a whole different vibe. Yeah, I mean, and that's, like... That kind of goes to the... With, like, elves being immortal. And, like, this is even in D&D and... And um, Mass Effect, which I know this is kind of a curveball thrown in Mass Effect. But the um, Asari, they're the same way. They're, like, the elves of Mass Effect, almost, mm-hmm. because they live forever. Yeah, they live forever. And, like, elves do this, too, but they all have their, like their stages of life. It's like when you're young, you're supposed to go out and adventure and know the world. And then it's like a hundred years pass and you're going to become a master weaver. And that's what you do for that hundred years. And then another hundred years, you do something else. And it's like you like each thing and like mass effect, the Asari have like their young first. I don't know how long they live. I forgot. How yeah. Long I don't live. know. They live for a while, but they have like their young stage and they have the middle stage where they're like fight. And then they have their, like, matriarch stage, and that's where they're, like, very wise because they've been alive for so long and all that. And I feel like that's how the elves do on here. Yeah. So. Who's your favorite character, Scott? Same guy. I do like the uh, El- the dwarf guy, too. Durin. Yeah, Durin's pretty cool. Yeah, I really like and his character. Yeah, I mean, Elrod, Elrond's one of my favorite. I actually like the... Uh, Elf Arendir. Ranger, Aaron Deer, yeah, Aaron Deer. I thought he was pretty badass, I and I think too. I just liked him more or less because that's the first thing you see with him is how badass he is and like all the fighting and stuff like that. that well, he and does. even when he like tries to escape from the pit, right? That is a, that, that that's is a one cool of the scene. coolest scenes in the whole show, yeah. That is a really cool scene. It's kind of sad. That's the episode I missed. Oh, really? Oh, it is. Yeah. It's so <laughs> sad though because he's like they're trying to like do a prison like breakout pretty much. And um, he's, uh, you know, doing his badass thing, running on these chains and busting out and, like, 
each one of his like rangers die. Oh, like no. his captain dies and like all the people in there start dying and he gets captured again. Just for the guy to, just for Adar to get him and tell him, that, hey, I need you to send a message. <laughs> and that's kind of the first time you really see him, right? Yeah. Yeah. He shows his face in that one, thinking that it's Sauron. Yeah. But. I really liked the whole storyline with the dwarves and Elrond. And I, I'm i kind of partial to the dwarves after seeing The Hobbit. I just love, like, I love those movies so much. And so I was like, I was ready to see the dwarves when they popped up. Dude, they're one of my favorite. Like, dwarves, period. Anything surrounding the dwarves is just their my personalities. Like, yeah. they're just these broody, hearty people that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's pretty. I mean, that's like D&D, this same thing. That's yeah. how the dwarves are. And, like, I don't know. It feels like if you have Lord of the Rings, you do need a good elf dwarf relationship. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like those two, like, they. They really hit. They hit home, especially well, I mean, with everything going on. I mean, that's stuff. you know, Gimli and Legolas. You know, yeah. it all started yeah. with them, and that's how it is. And everything that's going on with them, I liked seeing. Like every time they popped up, I was like, "Yep," yeah, I get a little bit more interested. Which all the other stuff is cool, but no. Um, but I agree with that. There were certain groups that it follows that you were like, "Well, I'm definitely more interested in this storyline yeah. than the other." Because I'm going to tell you right now, I didn't give two craps about the Harfoots and what was going on with that other yeah, than and, well, and the guy that fell from the sky. We're supposed to care about what he's doing, but at the same time, it's like, I don't care about following these little Well, we don't know who this guy is, really. Yeah, Supposedly, if we're going to go ahead and yeah, spoiler, yeah, yeah. which it's not really a spoiler because it's not. they haven't confirmed it. Supposedly, that guy is going to be Gandalf, so but we don't know. So there's a reason why I believe that that's true. Okay. And it's because in the last episode, he tells Nori... To I think the line is like, uh, when in doubt, think with your nose or something like that. Uh-huh. And Gandalf says that to Mary in Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Ring, uh-huh. when they're in the Mines of Moria. Gandalf says the same thing to Mary. Yeah, and he does that moth thing too whenever yeah. he does the magic or whatever. Yeah, so it would not surprise me if it, hap- it came out that it was Gandalf. But Kinda- I also thought that people like Gandalf weren't supposed to be in Middle Earth yet. From what I've saw... I have no idea about that. Because I, I thought somebody... Maybe it was... Young, well, I mean, it's confirmed that he's the, he's the race of wizard. Yeah. And, I mean, if what you're saying is true is that it, they are not around yet and he fell from the sky, like, maybe yeah. he's the first one. That's true. His was, like, a little... I mean, it was cool with all the magic and stuff they were doing. It's just kind of like... Man, can this just man just talk and like we know who it is already? Yeah. Which they were trying to like pump him up to be Sauron, which they kind of did in the last episode. Which I mean, we can get into that. But well, they had him as Sauron. They're like, yeah, he's Sauron. Everybody's like, oh, okay. And then they like, which even I said it at the beginning of the episode. I was like, why would you drop that the, the very first thing in the episode? Yeah. Which later yeah. comes out he's not Sauron. So. My thing with that, with Nori and him and stuff like that, it, I mean, I know that you don't really find out, again, You don't. it's not confirmed that he's Gandalf, but I feel like they were still trying to force the whole matter like they had in The Lord of the Rings and things like that. Like, oh, here's Gandalf with, you know, another Hobbit-type deal, and it's, I don't know. Well, maybe they're trying to relate him, back. Like, maybe that's why he's partial to the Hobbits, because he actually seeks out Bilbo... Because he he knows that there's a special 
like characteristics to hobbits. Right. And they kind of stray off the path where hobbits are really like, we're, stay we stay yeah. in our hobbit holes and mind our business, which, which is kind of how the Harfoots were. It's a mood, and yeah. I understand it. <laughs> but that's kind of how the Harfoots were, and they didn't want, Nor- Nori was the odd one out, and so it's like, what if Nori is his descendant, and that's why Gandalf later chooses Bilbo, Makes and that sense. could be a thing. I mean, yeah. technically, they're not even, they're Harfoots, and they're not even hobbits, technically, right. yet. They're, I think there's like three, three different types of like hobbit-type creatures. Small mm-hmm. people with big feet. Yeah. Big hairy feet. Yeah, big <laughs> nasty hairy feet. You start shaving them things. But yeah, I didn't really, I didn't really care for Nori and all that stuff. I didn't I mean, either. You know, I'll give her actress and everything else. You know, shout out. They did a good job. I just wasn't really interested in that story arc. Well, I mean, yeah, it just seems like a, a lot of filler. I mean, I guess they're trying to like establish a relationship that she has with him because she. At the end of that, the season, she's like going off with him on an adventure for whatever he's doing. Yeah. So that maybe that's what they were doing to establish it. But from what I read, the second season is supposed to be a lot about Sauron and like what he's doing. Well, I mean, yeah. So like getting into the last episode, basically we get Mordor for the first time and like find out how that even comes about. Yeah, with the eruption. Yeah. Was, uh... That so, was pretty cool. Okay. Yeah, that, was that was cool. cool. They did a good job with that. Which what? I was kind of thinking, I was like, where is Mordor? Because I'm like, my brain is, I don't know, like, the map. Like, I know, like, Game of Thrones and, like, Dungeons, even Dungeons and Dragons. So, and, like, when that popped up with the big-ass mountain exploding, I was like, oh, that makes sense. That's Mordor. Yeah. It's the Southlands. Yeah. And, I mean, technically, the guy, what's his name, Halibrand? Halbrand, yeah. Halbrand. Yeah, I don't know. He's Sauron. But I'm going to let y'all know that <gasps> dun, now. Dun, dun. He's it. And I think his reveal was actually pretty good. Like, taking her to the dream world and shit. Yeah, so I did not give two fucks about his character that whole time. Because, like, it was just kind of made out that he was the king of some, like, dead city now. And it was just kind of like, whatever. Like, I just thought he was going to be pals with Galadriel and he might be a little badass in fighting and stuff. And then that happened and I was like, damn, I guess I should have been more interested in this the whole time. Well, now you are because when he, like, takes you to the dream and he shows, like, in the water where it's, like, her sitting there and him in the armor, I'm like, oh, that's badass. Yeah. And he can, like, shapeshift and stuff, so I guess he'll shapeshift into whatever he wants. Yeah. I just didn't know he'd be a human like that, but... Well, I mean, Sauron is an elf, and, you know, we weren't expecting it, but his hair is long and covers his ears, like, the whole time. Yeah, that's true. But I don't think even, does it ever show his ears? No. and Because that was something that threw me, and that's why people were thinking that Adar would be him, because he was very openly elf-like. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which, technically, from the recap, he's technically a orc, because he's, like, the beginning stages or whatever? He is the first orc ever. Oh, okay. And that's why he's still not ugly as fuck? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, what did y'all think about the way that the orcs looked? I, I thought looked, they looked good. They looked on brand to me. Yeah. And I, I think the ones in The Hobbit are like a different race of orcs. Because they look very different. But those looked more like... They did. They no, looked more like Lord of the Rings orcs. They still look different. It almost looks like a, a mix between 
the Hobbit and the Lord of the Rings orcs, but I thought I liked them better than the ones in the Hobbit. Well, they're called something. What are they? What are the ones in the Hobbit called? They're called some type of orcs. I can't remember. I mean, I can't remember what they're called though. Like well, Gundabag, Gundabag or, orcs. Or yeah, something. I'm sure there's. Different uh, that ways is a type of orc, but I thought that that was the type of. In I Lord mean, of the Rings. when you look it up, there's Easthorn, Snaga, Snufflers, Orcs of Mordor, Orcs of the Misty Mountains, Orcs of Isengard, Half Orcs, the Urukai. Oh, but it doesn't say what kind of orcs were in the Lord of the Rings or were in the Hobbit. In this one, they, from what I saw too, is like he was saying that, um, what's the, the first orc type guy? The guy who we uh, everybody thought was Sauron for a long time. Adar. 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 Yeah, he was saying that um, like he thinks that the orcs deserve somewhere to live too, because like they're they don't have anywhere, and he's like, I'm just trying to make some place for them. Well, I mean, that's that was the whole plan for the volcano. Yeah, and then like he's like, well, I'm not Sauron. That he abandoned us to go fucking make a knife or whatever, whatever he's going to do forge. So he's like, well, I'm just doing what I got to do to try to help my people out which is i mean is understandable but i mean orcs are like pure evil technically so that kind of throws that hole all the way um looking it up you know it's as the defiler he's mm-hmm. a pale orc and they come from gundabad so yeah so that that's not a type of orc that's where they come from uh, okay and he's just called a pale orc well he's like way well i mean i guess they're all but, fucked up but. yeah but they're like they're like tall. Yeah, they're like yeah. big as fuck. Yeah, they don't, and they look less goblinish. Yeah, but more brutish. Yeah, they um, are like more human, I guess. Really. Yeah, just a little fucked up. Um, Halbrand, aka Sauron. Uh, it was kind of one of those things that I felt like we should have, we should have like maybe put together sooner than later. About him being Sauron. Well, because I put like, it, I put it together when he, which it was the last episode, and it was like right before he was revealed, which I guess they kind of gave you that hint. But whenever he was like, "Oh, well, you can do this with this metal," right? Like it's kind of obvious. Like, there, he's like, "Oh yeah, you well, you can do this," and <laughs> like Calibrimbor was like, "Damn, <laughs> how the fuck did I not think about that? I'm a master blacksmith." <laughs> Well, that's what I was about to say. This dude, you know, Adar was over here talking about how he's gone off to pursue his blacksmithing and shit like that. You know what I mean? Like, stuff with blacksmithing, and then you find out that Halbrand's actually a pretty good blacksmith at Numenor. And then, you know, he's trying to get involved with all the blacksmithing stuff there, and it's like... That's when I knew. (laughs) These are all pointing closer and closer to, like... Hey, maybe this guy's not who he's saying he is. I mean, because, like, which, I, if you into the Lord of the Rings, you know that Calabrimbor was tricked into helping. Yeah. Which, in Shadow of Mordor, like, he's standing over his shoulder the whole time he's making the rings. That's why I have me fucked up. But yeah. it's not canonical, so it, it's not what is supposed to, It's not right. It's just what they went with, so. um, So, going back to the uh, time frame being fucky with the movies versus the books. Another example of that is that from the time when Bilbo leaves and he leaves the ring and Gandalf is kind of like wondering, like, is this the ring? 
he leaves, you know, to get more research, and then he comes back and has Frodo put it in the fire. 17 years passed between then. And in that time, he's doing extensive research, and he's looking for Gollum to try to get more answers. And mm-hmm. he's, he's often helped by Aragorn, which is kind of how Aragorn pops up at the Prancing Pony and kind of like knew, he acts like he knew a little bit of what was going on, mm-hmm. which now makes so much more sense for the books. I say that to say that a bunch of people were kind of upset about Isildur being in the show because they're saying that it doesn't match up with the timeline. But I think even with him being so young, yeah. But I think that they had to put him in there that way to make sense with the direction that the show is going. So, well, I mean, when does he not? Uh, I guess it's in that time frame he doesn't throw the ring into the lava or whatever because he has to be older, is he right? Like I mean, he's, he's no, he's like no, middle age, he, yeah, he's older, but but this also makes you wonder because you know, if. Isildur is in it. His father was the king that got killed by Sauron, which is the captain of the guard or the sea captain or right. whatever. And like, that's kind of interesting to see that yeah. in it. But it, I don't know. It makes you wonder. Which I guess we may find out in Rings of Power. Hopefully, they don't cancel it. You know, before yeah. we find out. But how that dude becomes king of. Yeah, I mean everything. Yeah, he was in a burning building that collapsed and all that stuff, which everybody knows he survives. But it's right, like, how the fuck the f- how do you survive that unless somebody pulled him out of it like a orc or something? Yeah, well, or that's like also like the out. doom of Numenor and stuff like that. That stuff's going to be pretty cool to see, you know. Yeah, and that's a storyline I didn't give two shits about. <laughs> you I'll didn't care for it. Yeah, no, I didn't. I mean, I was like. Kind of just blanking through that whole thing. It, it's interesting, but yeah, I mean, I could, I could see why you wouldn't really give two shits about it. I don't know. I don't. Numenor is nothing that really pops up, is it? In Lord of the Rings or Hobbit or anything. Not like that, that I'm familiar with. No, but I think it's like some of Tolkien's writing and stuff like that. Well, like, but I think there's like more, like because it kept showing the tree, you know, the tree that was dying, and there's the tree in Gondor. Which kind of yeah. like works it looks the same like the way, same, yeah. Yeah, but you know, it like starts dying depending on what's going on in the city and like what's going on with the king and stuff like that too. So it makes me wonder. I should probably do more research on what the deal is with those trees. Yeah, because you know we also saw where the trees relate back to the Balrog. You know, and it affected that tree and it went to the ground and that's how Mithril was created. Mm-hmm. In which they, they haven't officially shown it in season one, but it, it should be in season two that in their digging for the Mithril, they find a Balrog and it's Durin's bag. That was pretty badass. Yeah. And he did pop up though. No, but they, they haven't like faced him or anything. Oh, you're or, right. Like, dealt yeah. with it. but Yeah, he hasn't awoken. He just saw the leaf hit. It was like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they just had to show that for a little bit. Which he did look pretty cool sitting there with the fire blowing around him and everything. Some, there were some badass moments. That I were mean, like, it's okay. going to look good because yeah. the time we're in it, you you got to make sure it looks good. You can't make it look jank. I mean, yeah. yeah. And they do have a couple things that I feel like is going to make people want to watch season two. Like, especially the stuff with Sauron. The Balrog's a big deal. I mean, I even kind of the doom of... Numenor to me is still it's still something that's like it's coming yeah that like people might want to see like all right what's gonna happen with this what's gonna happen with that so I don't know it'll be interesting to see season two 
I'll but even, watch it. But even there, they like kind of try to get a little Game of Thronesy with the politics and stuff. And then it's like, Man, yeah, what yeah. are y'all doing? <laughs> you got this one guy with a nice beard and hair, and he's talking all right. It's like the sun trying to burn burn the boats and stuff like that. That whole scene, yeah, where Isildur stops yeah. him and well, it doesn't really stop him, but well, the sister, um, that dude's sister. Isildur's sister? Yeah, I think she's going to be playing a pretty big part. Yeah, they keep hinting at things and like showing her during things, but they haven't really given her much yet. I mean, they he, yeah. the king dude made her see the prophecy or whatever. Yeah. Um, Old queen's blonde. Yeah, I didn't really give a fuck about her either. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even realize she was blonde. Like, how <laughs> the fuck you get blonded? You had your eyes wide open looking at some fire falling down in your eyes. <laughs> to be honest with you, they could have done some more like fucking. They should have done some like orc slashed across or some shit. That would yeah, be something crazy. I mean, she looks cool with the band, which I don't know. To me, when you have like when you're blind and you got like a bandana around your eyes, it like, always looks cool to me. But. <laughs> some neo shit. Yeah. I don't know what they're called. I guess they're they're three witches. The witches in white is what they're called. I thought they oh, had a name. Yeah, 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 yeah. But those three witches, but it says um I think they were made up for the show, weren't they? I don't think so. Did Tolkien write all this like all the way back? Yeah. That man must have been a psychopath. There ain't <laughs> no way he made all this up. I mean, it's it's, it's crazy. It's mind. crazy because I was reading into like the lore. I really just need to sit down and read the books, like all of them in order. But like, he has the Hobbit and the Lord of the Rings story, but then he has, like, the Silmarillion, and he has, like, one or two others, I think. And I think some of them actually got published after he was died by his kids. Like, they took all of his, like, notes and scribblings. But he has, like, the the time frame laid out. Like, this is the years of whatever, and it's, like, the different ages. And he did, like, all the gods and the all this all the shit. Because, you know, like, uh, Sauron comes from, like, a set of gods. It starts with the M. I can't think of the name right now, but um, the same god, like that, the Morgoth. Uh, Morgoth, yeah. the same Morgoth. Yeah, because he was a general, so he was just like a general god, almost like a like a lesser. He's probably a lesser god. That's why I I, I need to look no, at the pantheon. Well, I don't think that he was a lesser god. It was like a it was a type of god, and there was multiple of them. But Morgoth was the first one to go bad, and oh, he like trained okay. Sauron. It, there's a whole story behind it, but. Um, those three witches were cool. Yeah, they were pretty cool. The, we were watching the recap, and he was calling the one, <laughs> the one oh, yeah. Eminem and Slim Shady, the real <laughs> Slim Shady. Yeah, had me crack it up because <laughs> they were like doing some pretty cool magic, throwing fireballs around and stuff. Yeah, there were some assholes in the Marfoots burning yeah. all their apples. <laughs> they get picked on. Hobbits get picked on. That's why it makes it even better when they are the ones who save the world. That's kind of like the thing of the hobbits is they're the underdog, right? To me, that's they're the underdog. Like, oh, these things can't. These they're the things. unexpected to yeah, be the ones to save the world, and that's probably what Gandalf is interested. Like, they have that unexpected trait that they like. The world needs them, or whatever. Yeah, because they're usually like the pure ones or whatever. Yeah, there's so much I could go into, but it's like not related to the show. It's like outside the show. That I just think is like cool. Yeah, we're gonna definitely do a Lord of the Rings episode at some point. I need to. Yeah. We need to split one up, do a Lord of the Rings episode, and then do a Hobbit, or vice versa, do the Hobbit then Lord of the Rings. 
I mean, yeah, we could do movie episodes, but then we can go into like lore and. I should read the books. I need to start reading some books. Yeah, I know. That's I'm I'm so excited that I'm coming up on the end of school because <laughs> I do not have time for shit. Like I started uh, Fire and Blood, and I've read like half of Aegon's Conquest, and I haven't been able Does to that pick it back up. Fire and Blood go into Aegon's Conquest at all? It starts out with in Aegon's Conquest, like him starting to come over and stuff. Yeah, but it's more like a historical text almost. Yeah, but it's I it's kind of better that way because it's not. You spend your whole time reading one book and just get that one story. Like, it just tells you this is what happened. This is who he married. But it's still, like, it goes step by step. Like, he married this sister because of this reason. But but it's it's written as if the maesters wrote it. Oh, that And makes so sense. it's like... It's not like Game of Thrones where it's like you get a perspective of each character. No. And what they're going through and all their No, shit. it's basically like you're, re- you're at the Citadel reading the Targaryen history that one of the maesters wrote. That's cool. I yeah, like that. Yeah, it, it is cool that it's like that because it's it's still written as if you're in the world. Mm-hmm. And it's not like George R. R. Martin is like telling you, hey, yeah, this it, happened. This is what I think happened. <laughs> right, because like at one point, this is off topic of Lord of the Rings, right, but right. like at one point when he, he married both of his sisters... And it says that he married uh, Vicenia for duty, but Rhaenys for love. And it there's that, and it kind of tells like the rumors of like the fact like why he never had a kid with this sister and like stuff like that. So it's still kind of like a lot of drama. That makes sense. There isn't really a whole lot other than that's the thing is like there, you get into it and it's just like I think that's maybe one of the big reasons. Like not a whole lot happened. Not like anything major. There's a whole lot of just leading up and telling you about the certain characters, like who you like and where they're at. And I don't know. It, it looked really pretty. Yeah, I liked how it looked a lot. That kind of shows you House of Dragons. We had about three hours of content to talk about that shit. This one, we got <laughs> yeah. about 40 minutes. And we're like, there's a lot. Oh, there's a lot more drama in that show than this one. Again, it's, it's a I lot mean, of epic adventure. We can pick adventure. apart like the small bits and pieces, like when the kid finds the sword. The sword looked badass. Yeah, the sword was. The sword badass. did look badass. Yeah, bad badasser than hell. <laughs> Speaking of swords, um, you know, Lord of the Rings kind of like created that trope of the ranger having like, or the character always having like the iconic sword with a name, and his Sildor sword gets passed down to Aragorn, and its name is like Nazil, I think. That little bitch. Why do they make it? It seems like a little bit so awesome. Isildur? Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess ultimately first, he's not able to throw the ring into the fire, and yeah, it and that's over, what makes so. him a little bitch. Yeah. And they're just they're just staying with that because I don't know. It just seemed like because he was on that boat, wasn't he? And then he like was like, I don't want to do this, and quit, and got his friends, which one of his friends died. Didn't yeah, he? he got one of his friends killed. Yeah. Not really. I mean, they went into battle. I guess he didn't get his friend killed, but yeah, it had some cool moments, like the, the definitely the volcano exploding, and then like the fucking ash coming, and she's just watching it. It's like, yeah, everybody like running around and doesn't know what to do and everything. That looked really cool. I'll tell you, which to me, Lord of the Rings did this well too, and I mean, even the Hobbit elves are very badass. Like, I oh, feel yeah. like elves are, like, definitely one of the superior races when it comes to, like, fighting and stuff like that in this. Cause well, yeah, they got all that time. That's the thing. That's, like, elves have all this time to train. I mean, they could train to be a swordsman for 100 years, and they still got 
the rest of their lives to and I mean, unless yeah. they die in battle. But they still got the rest of their lives to do what they want. But you would think their armies could just take out anything but and everything. That's like one of the big tropes is like humans don't live as long, so they're way more ambitious. They're way more they get they want to get a lot more done. So they right. do they go like they take bigger risk and stuff. Like where else like no, nah, we can wait on this. I mean, we live forever. Humans like, no, nah, I mean, I got, I got like a good 10 years in me before some before I get old. <laughs> yeah. Working at a, a fucking tavern, giving people drinks, barely walk across the floor. I think that's why, like, so many elves has such shitty attitudes in this, like, especially in The Hobbit when they well, wouldn't snobs. help. Well, they wouldn't help, but it's like, we don't have to help because you'll die and then 100 yeah. years later we'll still be here. And yeah. so it's whatever to us. Well, we really don't got to help y'all. I mean, we don't need to have relationships with y'all because just, that's just going to hurt us in the future. And we all know that's going to happen. So yeah, why would we do that? But Jor's, does it? do they live longer than humans? Or they got the same so. time span? I think they're about the same. Because I think in Dungeons and Dragons they have, do they have the same time span? I thought they lived a little bit longer, which I feel like, that, well, that was one of the most compelling stories was Dern and his dad, like them fighting and him trying so hard and his dad not backing down on. I know. No. I want more content of that. Which, yeah. you know, again, that's another thing that's cool. You know, the line of Dern is what the Hobbit, you know, they're the line of Dern as well. So I thought that was pretty cool. The same but, line as Genji or near that or no? You're just saying. They're the same line as Thorin. Oakenshield. Because Durin is, is the he's, line. He's, oh, the he's, main, the, yeah. he's the main guy in the Hobbit. I'm okay. sorry. I sin, sin, like seen the Hobbit, but not seen it. Like I just sat down and watched it and paid attention to usually when either come on or somebody's had it on and I've kind of like caught it halfway through. So I know the general of it, but I don't know the whole thing. I need to watch it. I'm Which I guess, Katie, shame on me if I'm wrong about this. I know it's the line of Durin, you know, and it's Durin that they're talking to and everything, and Prince Durin, but they're not at oh, the yeah. Lonely Mountain, are they not? No. That's not the same. They're not at the same place. No. Okay. Dwarves do live longer. They don't, they're considered young until the age of 50, and on average, they live 350 years. Oh, shit. All right. I'll yeah, that's, what, that's what I thought. It's not as long as elves, but it's not as short as humans. But it just makes you wonder why the line of Durin isn't, like, why did they move, you know? Well, I mean, all the, I, I think ultimately, like, the dwarves are related to each other, and they just have their own minds, like, different families. Because you've got to think, Gimli was related to the dwarf in The Hobbit yeah, that, the was, that was with Oakenshield, but his family ended up in the minds of Moria. And that's not where they were when they were in the Misty Mountains. You know what I mean? Because yeah. he arrived, they arrived at the Mines of Moria expecting a family, and they were all dead. Yeah, this shit was kind of crazy. Right. R.I.P. Uh, dwarves and Lord of the Rings also live a lot. Their lifespan is 250 years. Yeah. Which you par for the course. It is It is crazy. Like, I've... <laughs> Tolkien was alive or today or something like that, he'd probably definitely sue Dungeons and Dragons because they like ripped so much stuff from him. <laughs> but I mean, he he literally, which we, I think we've been into this, but I mean, he made like a whole genre almost of 
everything, like just fantasy, like that fantasy magic realm stuff, which everybody's done their own take on it. But he's been the one he he started it. Like I don't yeah. think we would have any of this today. Oh no, that. I, I agree. I don't think maybe we even would have any maybe even Game of Thrones. Like I don't know, because that's like which Game of Thrones is a little bit more not on the magical fantasy with all the different races, but. Yeah, they just cast snow zombies. Okay, so yeah. <laughs> it's like when you look something up, you get like three different answers. And so like during the first, awoke at Mount Gundabad, like where those orcs were from. <laughs> but later on, it I, from what I'm reading, I could be wrong. But it says that where they're at in Rings of Power is called Kaza Doom. I might be mispronouncing that. But that basically that is kind of where the Mines of Moria is. And this says that the Mines of Moria is underneath the Misty Mountains. Like, it's an underground kingdom beneath the Misty Mountains. So it's like it's a further, like, branched off piece from what they're at. where they're at, the Hobbit, and it's spread out into where the Mines of Moria are. So they could all be connected. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess so. Probably are in some way. There's probably a whole bunch of lore behind them and how they came about. We would probably understand a lot more of what's going on if we read the books before watching these movies because they, there's so much to these, you can't fit it all in there. Yeah, that's true. All right, everybody, that's the end of this episode. We hope you enjoyed it. Please go like, share, subscribe on all social media. We're on YouTube. Um, comment, give us some feedback. Let us know how we're doing, what you'd like to hear more of. Um, and that's the end of this side quest. <laughs>